marvelous Monday morning, my beloved brethren. And once again, I welcome you to listen to the book. This podcast is designed with you in mind as together we come together to study the Word of God. Today's date is the first of the month of March in the year of our Lord 2021. And we are indeed thankful that God has seen fit in His mercies and His kindness to allow you and I to come together to listen to the book. I want a special word of thanks to Mrs. Starb as she helps out in um, producing and directing this particular podcast. Please be blessed as we share together. I invite you now to come and let's listen to the book. Yes, and we are thankful for the opportunity to have we have today to listen to what the Bible says. And the book is the Bible. And if there's any book we should listen to more than any other, it is the B-I-B-L-E. I invite you now to turn your attention to the book, or rather it's an epistle written by the beloved St. John. Many of us know that John is often referred to as the disciple whom Jesus loved. It's not that Jesus didn't love the others, but he had a special love in his heart for Jesus, for John. Yes, as a matter of fact, there were three special disciples, if you please, or Jesus' inner disciples, Peter, James, and John. And on a few mentioned occasions, Jesus would call these three special agents, if you please, to his side to witness special miracles, special events. Um, it was Peter, James, and John that accompanied Jesus at the at the situation there with Jairus' daughter when Jesus arose, caused her to be raised from the dead. And it was Peter, James, and John that accompanied Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. And Jesus was transfigured, the book says. And um, finally, it was Peter, James, and John, according to the Gospel of Mark, that accompanied Jesus into the inner part of the Garden of Gethsemane. So here we are, this same John, this beloved John, even wrote a book called the Book of Love. The Gospel of John is really a book of love. And so in chapter 4 of 1 John, <clears throat> Jesus speaks to John, and John says to you and I, and we ought to listen to his words today. He says, Beloved, believe not every spirit. And the entire chapter is based on the love of God. And he's admonishing you and I to believe not every spirit. Notice what he didn't say. He did not say, don't believe the spirits. He said, believe not every spirit. Now, by implication, he's telling us that there's some spirits that we ought to believe in. And he's leaving it to you and I to discover which spirits we should listen to. As a matter of fact, he goes down in that same chapter, the, sex, the next two verses, and he says, Hereby we know the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Antichrist. And he says this, Many spirits have gone out into the world, and so we ought to be careful. And he tells us that we are to keep an eye and an ear open to the true spirits. Now, if there is a false spirit or false prophet, by necessity, there has to be a true spirit and a true prophet because you can't have a counterfeit dollar if you don't have a real dollar. And so you and I are obligated to find out which is the true spirit, the true prophet, 
which is the false, the counterfeit. And God in his mercy has given us, if you please, the solution to the problem, the remedy. Yes, it's located there in the book of Isaiah, chapter 8. The prophet Isaiah says to you and I, and listen carefully. He says, to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no truth in them, no light. And so you and I have available to us a detector, a truth detector. If it's not in according to the law, the Ten Commandments, if it's not in accordance to the testimony, the Bible, then regardless of who presents it, how long they've been doing it, how old they are, what kind of degree, PhD, first, second, third, fourth degree, if it is not in accordance to the word of God and to his commandments, the Bible says to you and I, listen carefully, don't hurt your head about it. Discard it. Don't tune into it. Don't listen to that. And that's what John meant when he says, try the spirit. We have to try the spirit. We have to test the spirits. Test where's this thing coming from. And then he says this, and this is my version of it. He says, any man who says he loves God and keeps not his commandment is a politician. I mean, a lawyer. I mean, a liar. One to say. And so we can test the word of a person by putting them next to what the Bible says. Any man who says he loves God and keeps not his commandment is a liar. Right there in chapter 4, first epistle of John. Then he goes on to say, Beloved, God is love, and everyone that loveth is born of God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, because God is love. So if I love you, then I am doing what God would have me to do. Then he adds this very serious addendment to the word. He says this, he says, how can you say you love God whom you've not seen, but you don't love your brother who you see him every day? He says, such a person is a liar. And no liars, according to the book of Revelation, chapter 21, will enter into the kingdom of God. And so let's be lovers of God. Because God has first loved us, he commands us to love one another. And so the best way I can demonstrate my love to you is to love you like God loves me. Again, he says, beloved, let us love one another. This is a commandment, my brothers and sisters. Let us love one another for lovers of God. And everyone who loveth is born of God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, because God is love. God is, his nature is in essence love. The Bible speaks about God being the God of faith and the God of hope. But he's never called faith. He's never called hope. But when it comes to love, God is essentially love. God can't help himself. And the best way to show love is described there in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It says this. It says, though I give my body to be burned and have not love, I am nothing but a, a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. And though I give my, all my goods to feed the poor and clothe the naked, if I don't have love, I am nothing. He said, even if I could speak with tongues of angels and of men, and have faith to remove all mountains. If I don't have the love of God in my heart, God sees me as a waste of time. 
And so our efforts, our energy should be to love God, first commandment, and then to love our fellow men. Finally, one day a lawyer came to Jesus and said, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the book? And Jesus says to him and to you and to I, listen. Hear, O Israel, this is Deuteronomy chapter 6. The Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength. And then Jesus said, this is the first and greatest commandment. And then he adds this. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Whoever that neighbor is, he or she, whether they are black or white or polka dot, Chinese, Japanese, Bahamianese, matters not. We are to love our neighbors as ourselves. Once we do that, we can say we are lovers of God. For God is love, and everyone that loveth is born of God. Are you born of God? There's only one test, one sure test. It's how do you love your neighbor? And who is my neighbor? It may not necessarily be the person living next to you. It's the person in need. And you are to give them the love that God commands. May God bless you as we listen to the book and be lovers of God. Amen.